Welcome everybody to the Spawn of Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. This is episode 184 of our show. I'm joined this week and every week with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes Colin Kaepernick's sit-down protest look good. It is Cicero Holmes. How are you, sir? I am doing great. Yo, Colin, you are my dude, son. You are my dude. Uh, yo, hire Colin Kaepernick. Hire Colin Kaepernick. And let him take a knee. Take a knee for justice. For just us. Yes. Yeah, just word us. Up. Word, word, word. Also joined this week is my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes gaming looks good, who makes math look good, who makes tutoring look good, who makes mini froze look good. It is Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. How are you, sir? What's up, guys? Um, I'm also on the Colin train. Uh, I have to say, uh, pretty funny to see your boy Ray Lewis out there. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh to uh, keep all oh. that political stuff out, out your mouth, man. Oh. How is the killer going to sit there and talk about alleged, it? Alleged, Cicero. Yo. Alleged. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, because I don't want him to allegedly kill me. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Yo, Ray Lewis is really, he is really talking out his face the last few years, yo. Um, and, and, and acts like people forget that he was a killer. You know, like, come on, man. How you going to be the hitman talking about can't we all just get along? It's, Ray it's, Lewis doesn't kill. He just crushes a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. I mean, to the point where even Cap, even if Cap goes to the Ravens, I'm like, I feel like he's going to be thinking, like, just gave him my check, y'all. Well, they right. nixed it. They, t- they totally nixed yeah, it. They yeah, said, now it's, it's, now he, it's Miami. Miami. Oh, I didn't realize they did nix it. Yeah, yeah they yeah. totally nixed it. It was yeah. interesting. There was a really interesting article that popped up, I think, a couple of hours ago where they just they talked about all the, basically, mail that they got from all their fans who were just like, we, if you bring him here, we are no longer going to support the Baltimore Ravens. And it's, that's been, a, that's been yeah. a thing that you've been hearing about across the NFL. Across the NFL, yeah, man. You know, listen, racism is alive and well. Um, you know, the, the, I mean, the honest, the honest truth is there, is there is nothing more dangerous than a black man with a justified cause and protesting the right way. Yeah. There is nothing more dangerous than that. Because it's, the crazy thing to me is just like of all the things that have ever happened on and in like NFL locker rooms right. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. The I mean, we, I mean, this conversation is not one that's new, but it is just so alarming that mm-hmm. this particular thing has caused these many people to right. be that upset. Yep. Yep. And yep. it's, it's just still boggles my mind. I yep. know it shouldn't. And I know I'm, I'm used to it, but it just still boggles right. my mind. Yeah, this is Listen, the most, most upset since Mike Vick. I was saying. No, I, I was going to say even more so because Mike Vick was able to get a job right away. That's kind of true. Right away. And he killed dogs. And there's nothing white women love more. He than, was demonized, than dogs. though. I mean, like, yes, he was demonized. He was demonized. He was demonized, and he was demonized, demonized afterwards. And he will forever, in the minds of very many white folks, he will be known forever as the dog killer. If if some white people have their way, um, on his tombstone, it will say that he killed dogs. Um, yeah. But on Colin Kaepernick's tombstone, it'll say... That he took a knee and hated America, and he never worked again. We won. I, I mean, you know what will happen, though? If worse comes to worse, just like Mahmoud Abdul-Baruf, 
Yep. They'll have the three on three football yep. league. Yep. That's right. <laughs> and then Colin Kaepernick yep. will be in the three on three football right. league. Yep. Exactly. Shout out to Abdul Rauf and Big Three, man. Yes. yes. I love Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Yo, seriously, no bullshit. Like, he was the he was my favorite player after he made that stand. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I re- I repped him so mm-hmm. hard after he did yep. what he did, and I I forever in a day will give him massive props. Yep. I I love the shit out that man for doing what he did. Yeah, because that was super dope, and he got so yeah. much heat. Yeah, he so did so much heat. I mean, he got he so he heat. got African American balled out of the NBA. Yeah, yeah he got he, he totally he got, yep. They totally just like ended his career. Literally mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Um. Anywho, anywho. Uh. Yes. Thank you guys for holding down the show last week. It was fantastic as yeah. usual. You, yeah. you, you too, and Tanya as well. You yes. know, knocking out the park as you usually and always do. Um, <coughs> I had to take a little mini leave of absence uh, for a week or so because I had to go play the real life version of Snipper Clips. Yeah. I had I had some surgery done, and I am now one of the uh, unsullied. Yes. And and now, yes. <laughs> now, now I can no longer have children. Is, yes. Coward. Uh, nah, he is. He's uh, a weak ankle. That's his. <laughs> that's his <laughs> unsullied <laughs> name. Weak ankle. <laughs> oh, man. oh shit! I just, I just walk around just hobbling and shit. <laughs> like Khaleesi, I would yes, love to help yeah. you, but I can't run. <laughs> I can't run, yes. Khaleesi. This this one will stand here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So I, so yeah. After after many long conversations inside the Adams household, Khalif went and got the Vaz surgery, hey. uh, which was an interesting, and um, it was scary. It was also uh, less less uh, painful than I thought, uh, but it was also one of the weirdest things to have another person talking to you with a scalpel near your genitals. Ooh. That is that is one of the most weird experiences cuz you feel like you're going to die. Like the the like the 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 anticipation is 10 times worse. And I'm sorry if this is like really early in the morning if you're listening to this on your commute. <laughs> um but but it was like one of the weirdest experiences that happened really quickly ended ended faster than I thought. Uh is actually more painful than I thought on the recovery side of it. But it's like also the weird thing that happens to your brain when you're like, yo, my body can't do a thing anymore. Like that is really interesting right now. It's like my body actually can't do a thing that it should be able to do. So, yeah, it's weird. It's super weird, but it's there now. Hey, uh, here's a little note for you. Your body can still do the thing that you think your body can't do. Yeah, it just doesn't produce the results that you don't want. So they just—it's like it's like the trapped in the closet, but it's like trapped somewhere else. Right, right. It's yeah. It's 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 in the space between spaces. That's uh, that's that's <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of sperm metaverse shit is? Yeah, this? yeah yo. Yeah, it, it, you know. I'm so you're, you guys you're, are like talking around it. Like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're what sw- is the thing? Oh, the thing. The thing would be uh, your little swimmies, your little there boys, your your boys. Uh, the your little uh, 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 what do they what do they call those things? I guess they're called sperm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Holmes. Thank yes. Wow, Doctor yes. Holmes thank with you, the thing you. called that. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, so uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Ka has joined my club, and uh, it was a pleasure to try to help 
Sherper you, I hope that some of the advice that I that I gave you um, was was worthwhile. Um, Absolutely, and, it and, totally and, was. And and helping you uh, helping you to understand what you were about to get into, and then also helping you to recover, uh, and giving you the right types of tips from someone who has already gone through it. And I I did my vast. Ooh, uh, must have been fifteen or so years ago. Man. Um. So yeah. So I mean, did they you know. have scalpels back? Right. Then? Right. Exactly. It was. It was a rusty <laughs> joint. Um. There. Like there was. Yeah. Yo. Um. So I got my. I got mine. Uh. I got the laser surgery done back when that joke, the laser joke, right. was still relevant. Like. That's how long ago it was. I yeah. think I think Gold Member had just come out with my with <laughs> wow. my Gold Member. Hey, I Austin you know look Towers. look at that look yes. at that look at that when my yeah gold baby member, yes when uh, yeah when my Gold Member was uh, enhanced in that way. You know what the crazy part about like the consultation was was the fact that my doctor was like excited talking about argon lasers and shit. Near yeah, my yo, it's, like, it's yo. dope. I was like, hey, that you shouldn't be excited about laser. Like, I don't want you to be on some Kanye hyper light beam around my about my boys like this. Why are you so excited? Nah, fam. We gonna do this. It was it's that's what we gonna do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but you know what though? Like, but but no no BS. You you were like the uh the Jesus footprints uh picture. Word. Word. And you were like you were like the footsteps next to me during this process. Right. So I you know, thank that. you. This this if there wasn't, I, I don't know. I can't label this black boy joy because it wasn't. But it was. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was like black black men looking out for each other in their health, which was Word. which was fantastic. And yeah, you know awesome. that that is that is a beautiful thing about brotherhood uh, in that respect. Is like you know people can give you the advice that you need to get through and 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 and. And, and past a, a particular thing like this, so right. um, word love you, fam. Hey, love, love you too, helpful. man. Love you too, and I'm you know I'm glad that you uh, that you've made it through. Um, I'm you know surprised that your recovery is taking so long, but uh, you will not regret it. Uh, I will. Word. I will. I will say that much. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about it was going back to work, and people were like, "Kyle, what's wrong with you?" Right. <laughs> and I was like, "If you only knew." <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you 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 moseyed into work because that is the one thing that happens is uh, you've got to you've got to walk like you've got a ten gallon hat, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you're about yeah. to meet somebody at high noon. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was an Overwatch cat. I was. I was McCree for real. Yeah, you know, like, right. <laughs> walking around, finger guns. It's yeah, high I knew. knew. It's high knew. Yeah, oh, God. Boots, anyway, boots and stirrups. Oh God. Any, anywho, um, on to the actual thing that we talk about on this show, which is video games. Um, gosh, we've been playing a whole bunch of stuff this week. There, right. so again, again, 2017 has been so full of games. It's just unbelievable yeah. how much stuff has been out in the world right now. Right. I've I've been playing stuff like Pyre uh, from Supergiant Games, uh, Fortnite, which has been taking a, a bunch of a bunch of my time. Uh, Tacoma came out as well, uh, which is fantastic. Um, I, I guess I want to throw it around to, to both of you first before I, I kind of talk about the stuff that I was actually digging into and giving mm-hmm. some some thoughts on those. Reef, what have you been playing? What have you been messing around with? 
So, um, as I talked about in the last show, I've been playing a lot of Splatoon 2. Um, oh, right. So, I kind of gave my review on that uh, last week, so I won't get into the details. But I will say that I've played a lot more since last week of the um, co-op horde mode. Um, and it's just been a ton of fun. Um, I've gotten with with a bunch of folks on uh, Twitter. Um, and, like, we've all kind of got, gotten into a room and just took on these salmon. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, blasty salmon in the face with paint, um, and and yeah, it's just a really good mode. Like it, it's like one of those things where like usually usually when I'm looking at a sequel of a game, you know, when I really like the like original game, it usually takes like one good new thing to like be like I'm really happy with this sequel, and this really is that thing to make me be like, you know, you know, I'm happy with paying the extra money for a sequel. Um, there, 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 there was like a lot of like other changes, you know, to like make it different, but, but like that, that horde mode is really, really, really good. Um, um, but I've also, I would say the other game that I've been playing the most of, um, is a puzzle game called, um, death, death squared. Um, <laughs> that's on the switch, but, oh, it's, yeah. but it's also available on, uh, on a PC. Um, and I believe it might be on the consoles as well, but I know it's definitely on, on, um, on uh, PC and and, and 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 like on the Switch, um, it's it's like a really cool game um, where essentially you have between two and four square robots, and and like you're like on this gridded level, and you essentially have to get from one part of the level to the other. Um, that's the basics of it. But there's all kind of like there's lasers, there's like spikes, there's like all kind of like of of hazards that you have to avoid and if you play it as like one player um then you have to like control two of these robots with each analog stick um but you can also play up to four players where like each player is like controlling one one uh one uh, robot and there's all kind of co-op kind of things like all right this person has to go on this switch that lifts this one up to this floor then that person has to hit another switch that lets another robot go to this area. So it's a lot of team-based and, like, a co-op-based um, work. Um, I really, really, really enjoy this game. It gets super difficult. Um, there's about 80 single-player levels. I'm at about level 77. But there were some levels where it, you know, took me, like, you know, upwards between 20 and 30 minutes to finish. Um, and, like, the levels are, like, all so that you see them all on one screen. So it's not like they're big enough that like you would have to scroll. Um, but the game is, is like difficult. They like keep track of like all your deaths. And mm. I looked today while, while I was playing at the laundromat and I'm at like, I think about 450 deaths <laughs> like wow. so far. Wow. Um, but like, it's like one of those games where like, you never feel like that you are being cheated. Like it's always like, Oh man, I just need to like execute that better. Or like I need to try th- 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 this like different idea, um, and they just do really well at like you know at like slowly rolling out new ideas for obstacles. So like uh, for, first like there's a laser, that, then there's a laser that moves as like a, as like you move, and then mm-hmm. there's like a like laser that like rotates as you move mm-hmm. to like the right. So like yeah, it's just really really um, smartly laid out puzzle design um and there's just a hilarious commentator um named um 
named David that is base, basically like my my like white friend. Like I love David. <laughs> I mean, like this dude. That's is, funny. This dude is like hilarious. You know, he like he like definitely makes the game a, a lot more fun to play because the concept is that he's like essentially working in like a cubicle where he's like controlling these like uh, robots to get from like uh, one level to to like another so like it's him and, and like this like ai that he's always like bantering with and like and and like a talking to so it's just laid out really well it's like really it's like really funny um and you know if if you if you have a switch absolutely buy it there um but you know it, I, w- I would also consider buying it uh, on the PC if you don't have a, a Switch, um, because it's only about twenty bucks, um, and it is a hilarious game. Um, so, so um, shout out to uh, to uh, SMG Studios for a dope release in Depth Squared. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, it sounds yeah. it sounds a lot like uh, Toby and the Secret Mine, minus the uh, commentator. Uh, yeah. Toby and- and- Toby and the Secret Mind now available on the Switch, uh, also available on the Xbox One and PS4. Yeah, and 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 the uh, commentator really does make a big difference because it like really does make it it like breaks up a lot of kind of like the silent parts where like you're trying to think he'll just come out and just say something just like ridiculous and right. like dumb. So it's I love my yeah. white friend David. All right. All right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. See, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? So uh, I haven't started Tacoma, although I have it uh, downloaded. Shout out to Fulbright and uh, Steve Gaynor. Congratulations to you guys. Um, but what I have been playing that's new and different uh, is a game on my phone that may not actually be new. Uh, it's called Alt- Alto's Adventure or Alto's Adventure. Um, it's a, hmm, it is, if Ali Ali was a snowboarding game and you chase llamas. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, like <laughs> as, as you're one to do an Ali Ali. Um, so it's, you're, uh, on a snowboard on a mountain, you're apparently the story is your llamas have uh, escaped, and you have to wrangle them all by sliding past them. And there are rocks and obstacles and chasms and all this other stuff. Uh, but you can do tricks, backflips, and then there are um, electric posts that you can grind on, and rooftops you can grind on, and do all these different things. And each level, there are three tasks that you have to accomplish. And after every after you've accomplished all three tasks, you move on to the next level. Um, Once you pass 10 levels, you unlock a new character with new abilities. And then I think there are 60 levels. So um, I'm in the 20s now. Um, So I've unlocked three characters. I think that's how it works. Yes, I just unlocked my third character. And uh, I've been I've really been enjoying it. It's, it's you know, it's something to do. Uh, it's one of those games where, um, you know, really good music. Uh, music's not as good as Ali Ali, um, but but the music is really good. Uh, the animation style is very good. Uh, they have this day night cycle that that works pretty well. And uh, the game is response is really responsive and, and it's fun to look at. And it's one of those games where you. Uh, you say, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna check in and play 
for a couple of minutes while I'm waiting for something or something like that. And then it's the one more game, one more game, one more game. And then before you know it, 30 minutes have gone by and you're still playing. Um, if there is, if there is an annoyance and it's not really an annoyance, it's if you die, you can either pay money with coins to move on, uh, or to continue on that life, or you can watch a video, uh, watch one of their ads. Um, you know, there are a lot of ads, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean, look, the, the game was free. They've got to pay for it somehow. Um, and, uh, and you know, they have power ups and stuff like that, that you can unlock like in endless runners. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fun game. It's available on Android and, uh, iOS. So, uh, if you guys are interested in, uh, checking that out, uh, check out Alto's adventure or Alto's adventure. I'm not sure how you say it, but it's an adventure. You should, you should it's an it. adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag adventure. Right. Yeah. It's, it's super dope. I, I remember playing that game uh, a little while ago uh, on the recommendation of our friends uh, over at Unconsolable when they were doing their thing. Right. Um, I remember them talking about it very highly, so it's good to, to see that, that you've uh, jumped on that game right. and started to check it out because it is pretty dope. Yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to Anna um, Tarkov. It, is, it definitely is pretty dope. And shout out to Anna the, Tarkov, and, Tarkov and, and, Jessica Jessica Dennis. and Jessica Dennis. Word. Um, I I mean, man, the, the stuff that I've been playing, Fortnite has been taking up so much of my time. Um, it is it is way better than I think it should be. Hmm. Um, and that's pretty awesome to say. Um, I feel like the game uh, gives you so many opportunities to do really fun things with your friends. The ramp up to, on the difficulty is very, very low. Uh, or I should say slow. It doesn't. It doesn't uh, get really hard fast. It, it's a lot of tutorials. It's a lot of um, uh, uh, kind of missions just to get yourself and get your feet wet and trying to learn how to how to make things happen. Um, but that being said, the game itself is really really good. It's super fun. I want to. I want to like get everyone on it so that we can all play it um, and like build forts together, uh, which it doesn't really let you do. <laughs> <laughs> it lets you do it in it lets you build the forts to kind of like so the game the mission structure is basically like you have this particular item or this portal uh, and the portal is surrounded by zombies um and once you've uh like gone into the world and, and collected resources it's like all right fine now that you've collected resources you can now go and defend your fort um which basically means you have to defend the item, build build uh, uh, fortresses and, and defenses up around it, and then you know fight the zombie hordes that come in. Right. Um, but you do have your own base that you will build up uh, as a way to kind of like uh, open up your map and disperse uh, kind of energy and stuff uh, throughout the game. So that part of it is really short, at least from where I'm at right now. Um, you don't really do a lot of it. You can build up a certain amount, but then it kind of throws you back into some tutorials and stuff like that. Um, so, but the game, but the game is a lot of fun. You should definitely try it out. They, mm. their onboarding is is pretty um, uh, paltry right now. It's not really good. Um, so, if you want to learn about the game, you'll need someone to kind of walk you through it, mm. uh, which isn't great. Yeah. Um, but I will offer my services for a, a nominal fee. All Ooh. right. Uh, if you if you want to know how to play Fortnite, I, you can pay me and I'll teach you. <laughs> Um, (laughs) that's why i showed yeah right um but that's one thing pyre uh from the dopeness uh, over at supergiant games 
I oh man, I love them so much. Like they are some of my favorite people on the on the planet. I love Greg Kasavin. Been a fan of his work forever. He was a, a, a guest on the show. Um, we have to see if we can get him back on and talk about the game now yeah, that it's uh, live. Sure. Um, but like everything that I remember in the demo that I got from him at, at E3 a couple years ago, still feels just as good as the as the actual game that's out. And anytime I play it, I freaking have the damn American Gladiators Powerball in my head <laughs> uh, event because it feels just so good. It feels like I want this to be a sport. I want this to be a sport that gets played, you know, somewhere on an arena because I think it would be so dope if you could like everybody would be able to control a person even though you can't uh, and like block people out and do stuff and, and like see all the back and forth there. It's it's super, super good. If you have not bought Pyre already, you need to go buy Pyre. Yeah, it, it works really well. I mean, it's one of those games where, like, when you read about it, it just seems like it shouldn't quite work. Right. Especially given that these are, you know, like the same team that made Bastion and Transistor, so you're kind of, like, expecting, you know, that kind of game. Mm-hmm. But this really just shows the creativity of that team, and it shows how, like, you know, they wanted another challenge. They wanted to make a completely new game. And I think some people, even people that don't tend to, like, quote unquote sports games like Mm -hmm. it's it's an rpg and it's like a very colorful one that 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 is that is something else that's like really cool about it i think it uses color really really well it's like super bright um Mm -hmm. and yeah it's it's like a rpg party sports game i mean it's like nothing like i've ever seen before and And the story is dope yeah like the story is cool the music is really good like again like i I can't give them enough kudos because they always knock it out the park like they they don't make bad games like that's awesome they don't they don't drop the ball so to speak (laughs) on uh on making stuff um i know reefy i know you wanted to talk about another game real quick yeah so so i wanted to talk about another game that i played which is a game that originally came out in uh 2004 but I never oh. ever played it. I'd heard a bunch about it. Uh, <laughs> old. Yeah. So it's called Cave Story. Um, ah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a game that was made by like one dude over like five years. It's sort of an homage to like eight bit kind of like adventure platformer games, sort of like Blaster Master and Zelda Two and like those kind of games. Um, I'd heard about it a lot. Um, it's been ported to almost everything in existence. It's gotten a lot of awards. It's like you know one of the best indie games ever made and like that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, Nicholas, uh, the, uh, dev, they apported it to, to the, uh, switch. So I was like, all right, I'll finally check it out. And yo, the game, if you like platformers in any way, this game is like a story based platformer where the story is quite mature. Like it's kind of like, mm-hmm. um, I would say an undertale level of maturity in terms of it gets super dark. There's like a lot of emotion, like you actually care about like the characters and their fates. And that's all mixed in like a really tough platformer, which gets into some like bullet hell shmup parts as well. Hmm. Ooh, nice. And, and like, it can be very punishing. Um, I mean, I had some bosses specifically the final boss where you have to bite basically um, essentially a three phase no, a four phase boss where if you die at any point, you like start from the beginning again. Oh, so it's no, like very really? old school, um, Ooh, which like got that. super annoying. But, you know, but like I was like at that point, I was like determined to uh, beat it. So right. like I, I would say it's a great game. 
Um, but if you are a gamer that has not played a lot of these kind of old school like difficulty games where you know something will just come off screen and take off half of your power like a ninja gaiden kind of thing um mm-hmm. you you will get very frustrated with this game um but i would say that it's worth it to push through because the story is pretty good especially for something that was made by like one person um and the good thing about the switch version is that it's sort of the um the uh, remastered version so you have like remixed music and all these unlockable art assets and like uh all that stuff. So if you've played it before and you haven't played this uh, Cave Story Plus version, which is also available on the PC, um, I would definitely suggest to ch- check it out because the new stuff is like a worth it. So, yeah, I think Cave Story is like a great purchase. And, you know, it's it's I, I can see why it got all the acclaim over the, over the past years as being like a top notch indie game because it is dope damn that's awesome hmm. i see uh, is there any other stuff that you're kind of like like I, I know that you don't have a lot of time currently to play a whole bunch right. of stuff but is there something that's you know that we've been playing or that you know folks in your in your circles have been playing that you were like damn i really wish i had the time to dig into that right now um you know tanya talking about dream daddy last week really made me interested in checking that out um, but I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the lull. Um, hmm. maybe it'll allow me to go back into, uh, some of my archives, some of the games that I purchased earlier in the year that I, I really haven't had a chance to uh, dig into like for honor. Uh, I've been playing a lot. I've, I've gotten right back into overwatch. Yes. Um, Doomfist. So, yes. Uh, uh, so yeah. So Doomfist is now available on the consoles. Um, so I've been playing. I've been playing some a fair amount of Overwatch. Uh, it's a fun game to to pick up and play uh, for a few minutes. Uh, and uh, you know, so For Honor is is and For Honor is a, is a game that I really want to get into, but I'm afraid that like. Um, you know, like it's passed me by that, you know, that like mm. there may be a community that's still playing that game, but they're really good. And, you know, I'm not going to I don't know if I'm going to be able to find anybody that will either Sherpa me through it um, to get me to the point where I'm really good. Or even if I have the 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 energy to try and get really good in that in that game. Um, but, there, you know, there's a, f- a few games that uh, that I, I kind of want to go back to. Uh, there are a couple of games that I'm just, you know, like that are just my mindless or, or you know, or just my happy place games. Elite Dangerous is one of those games. Um, right. It's a weird game to be uh, a happy place game, but um, <laughs> but it is. I think, I think that would be like super cathartic, yeah, right? Like cool. get home from work and like go into the vastness of space. Yeah. And- so, yes. But so the thing about that game is like. You could play for 45 minutes and only have completed one task. But you don't have oh, to, okay. right? You right. Can, you I can mean, just fly around. You could you could literally fly yeah. around. Absolutely. You could literally yeah, fly around, explore the galaxy, um, see beautiful things, l- land on planets. Um, there are lots. There's so, so very much to explore. Uh, and, and there are more things coming. Um, so, you know, I'm really excited and happy to be a, a, a member of that community and, and uh, still active in it. And uh, it is one of those games where, you know, in my review two years ago, um, I said that it may not be the best game 
out. You know, it may not be the best GAME, um, but it, it it is going to be. I can you know I can foresee myself playing this game a year or two years from now, and here we are two years removed from uh, the game being released, and and I'm still you know I'm maybe not as invested in the game as I was when it initially you know when it initially grabbed its hooks into me, but it is it is in my rotation. I don't see it falling out at any time soon. That's badass. Awesome. That's, awesome. that's dope. That's super yes. Dope. So like I know that. Something that's been in a lot of people's rotation, not mine, but a lot of people's rotations, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yes. Where a game about uh, jumping out of a plane and murdering everyone in sight. Um, and I know that, like, you know, that, like, a lot of people, I, 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 it's like one of those games that I like to watch people play, but I haven't played yet. It's like a good game to, like, watch people stream. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, Kai, I know that, like, you, you've been in the madness a bit. I've been seeing you running around and uh, getting your chicken dinner. So uh, why why don't you talk a little bit about that? I am negative chicken dinners right now. (laughs) I have gotten no chicken dinners. There was an article that went out on, I think it was on Polygon uh, or or Waypoint that talked about the origin of the the, the term chicken dinner. I'm not sure what it is because I haven't paid attention to it uh, on that end. But it it has consumed a weird part of my life now. Like, it is a game that is the complete opposite of cathartic. It is one of the most <laughs> yeah. fucking stressful things you can play, and I play it before I go to sleep, So, which means I go Oof. right to bed with all this fucked up uh. energy. <laughs> so I have, to, I have to, one, thank thank my brother Pete Rock from GTR for hand-holding me through the process. Yeah, he's big into it. Yeah. And he's been, he's been playing it and streaming it a lot, and, and, and Lady Luck over there, Mandy as well. For, for helping me get my my PUBG C legs, um, and it's been it's been a really interesting uh, couple of weeks actually because one, if most people don't know, I really only got a gaming PC, you know, in in the past year, right? And I've never really been a PC gamer. I couldn't afford a PC. That's not true. I could have afforded a PC. I just it, all my money went to console stuff because I was so used to playing on controller. Um. And started learning how to play on console with mouse and keyboard. So now I'm like two step. Like if you could put like aluminum foil and then like trash and then like whatever. I'm like in between aluminum foil and trash as far as like how good I am with a mouse and keyboard. Um, So I'm learning. And it's weird because like one of the first games I've ever played with a mouse and keyboard is this game. Oh, boy. So it's a really steep learning curve. Yeah, that is steep. It's Especially a massive learning game, curve yeah. right now where you have to be, you know, I, I, I used to talk so much shit about people who used to be like, mouth and keyboard is better and blah, blah, blah and stuff. Whoever those people are who are really good with mouse and keyboard, I bow down to you. I give you massive props. It is so hard to play on mouse and keyboard that if you are able to do it at an even reasonable level, you are way Fucking awesome! You should give yourself pats on the back. Oh, thanks. You God. should find. I appreciate it. You should. You. I, anybody but Reef should give pats on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be excited about the fact that you can have the eye hand coordination. I may be able to out type you, but you will bust my ass in PUBG. Bow before um, me. Bend the knee. Bow before. Me. Oh fuck no! Don't you tell me to bend the knee. Shut up. <laughs> um, but it's been a really interesting um, experience because the game is stressful and rewarding it is um 
it's not a beautiful game, but it is beautiful in the way that people have kind of gathered around it. I'm seeing people and I'm and I'm weirdly now in groups of, of people that I wouldn't have never that I don't think I've ever would have played with. Like I, this is going to sound weird and, and name droppy, but it's like I was playing PUBG with Gary Witta nice. the other day. Who's like, if you know who Gary Witta is, he's like one of the folks who like help write Rogue One. Right. Which is which is bugged out and weird. Like I'm playing PUBG with one of the people who like wrote a Star Wars movie. Or wrote an adaptation, or wrote something uh, in that. It respect. literally is called a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's that's what it is. <laughs> one of those things. Endor, is that a thing? Endor, yeah. Endor no, is no, I'm a. Joking. I'm joking. Endor I'm, I'm is. I'm not that I'm bad. Yub yub. I'm getting angry right now. Right. I'm, I'm just <laughs> so upset right now. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I'm joking. Slytherin, right? That's Star Wars, right? <laughs> Slytherin. Slytherin Skywalker. Star Wars, right? That's the, I know I know Coke 45 man was in it. Um yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna get fucked up on the internet. Someone's gonna punch me in the face. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna run up on me like they rolled up on that alt right yep. Richard Spencer yep. and just punch me okay, in the face I, for not knowing Star Wars shit. I at least want you if you watch anything Star Wars, watch the young Lando movie that's coming out. I think you will like I don't I don't really with uh what's his face with Redbone dude? Yeah, with Redbone Red dude. dude. Donald Glover? Yeah, that guy. Watch it. I don't you think it's going to be good? I I think Lando's story has been one that I've wanted to see on the yeah. big screen for a mm-hmm. long time. Like there's comics and there's yeah. stuff that's about it, but I think they're going to make it so that you don't necessarily need the Star Wars knowledge to really enjoy it. So I would I would suggest you see it. Okay, uh, I will do it on your recommendation because I believe you. If C said that shit, I would have been like, "Fuck that movie." Mm. Um, mm, mm. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> but uh, like again, like I've been playing with folks. Dave Lang, we've been playing with. It's been a really weird couple of weeks being able to play this game with folks who are in these various places and industries. And have them all be really excited. We were in this car chase. Gary Witta and I were in this car chase. (laughs) Shooting at somebody in this other car. And he's like, he's, he's like, he's like, oh my God. Like the laugh that he has when he's murdering people. Oh, it's maniacal. Is is maniacal. It's the word I could not get out of my, out of my mouth. Thank you. You're welcome. And it was fantastic to see him murder two people inside this game <laughs> and be so hyped on his stream like he's like he's he's streaming PUBG right now and has <laughs> emotes nice he has he has a he has a hot sauce emote because of like cuz there's a term for people who don't know who don't play PUBG of like so there's per- certain places on the map that are more usually more populated because they're either uh places that people have kind of figured out have better loot or they're kind of high concentrated areas where enemies will be. Mm-hmm. So the 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 word people have been using for that has been spicy spots. So it's spicy. like, oh, you're gonna get into some spicy. You want to go to you want to go get into a spicy fight, or you want to get into a spot that's spicy. So Gary Witta has a freaking hot sauce emote. I love it. When it's time to get spicy, that shit is dope. So my that question, so my question is, yo, is it a bottle of like red hot like Louisiana? Well, you only Red really hot. get small pixels, or, so you can't really or, tell. Or is it hot sauce from N1? <laughs> oh, my God. 
You know, there's probably like ten people who know who Hot Sauce from Air One Yo, is, and like three of those people are Rod Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Shout out to Hot Sauce. I, why isn't Hot Sauce in the big three? Because uh, they, you know, I don't Cause know. Because the M1 Mix Store is no more, I don't think. Nah, nah. There's, 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 uh, they've got, like, bootleg versions. They got a bootleg version of the of the N1 Mixtape Tour, which is ironic since the N1 Mixtape uh, started as bootlegs. Yeah, that's um, true. I owned almost all of them, too. Yeah. They were so good. I love those things. Man. Shout out. They were so good. Shout out! Shout out to Hot Sauce, Philip Champion. Shout out to uh, Ray for Austin. Remember Hot Sauce's real government name? Uh, Skipped him on Lou. Yeah, and hot, shout out to Ray for Austin. BX all day, baby. Uh, True. Uh, skip, skip to my Lou. I didn't remember. Uh, I remembered his last name was Champion, but Hot Sauce's first name is Philip Champion. And uh, shout out to Google for giving me that information. <laughs> oh, so oh, you suck. You whack. You whack. I thought you pulled that out of your head. Oh, you come whack. on now. Come on yeah. now. You I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a good trivia dude, but like that's like, I, I don't think. You would have gotten props if you pulled that right, out of your I don't think Hot trivia, Sauce would have gotten that answer right. Like, no, what, is, what, what is your name? <laughs> what is your government <laughs> name? <laughs> How many chances oh, I got? <laughs> Oh my god! But but to to end the, to end the PUBG conversation, it is it is one of the weirdest experiences I've had. It is it is scary as shit, but it's so much fun when you can like get a kill. Like I'm so excited when I get kills now because I'm like learning how to use the mouse and keyboard in a way that feels you know comfortable. So it's like the evolution of my gameplay is through the evolution of me learning how to use hmm. mouse and keyboard. So do, do you think that excitement will translate over to the Xbox version when that's released? So interestingly enough, there was a patch that just came out as the, you know, as we're recording this one that added full uh, uh, controller support uh, for Xbox and Xbox one controllers I'm going to try it, you know, tonight or tomorrow when, you know, Portland isn't in, in hell, hell hot. Yeah. Uh, and, and the room that I'm in will not kill me. Um, <laughs> but I want to I want to try it out because, uh, interestingly enough, Paris Lilly over from GTR, uh, we got in a room. It was his first time playing pubs or like second time playing pubs. And we were like, hey, Paris, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you know, I'm trying to get my controller. And we were like, what are you doing? Right. You know how to use mouse and keyboard. Why are you using a controller right now? And he got mopped up like you're supposed to if you're using controller. <laughs> but it, I do want to try it and check it out to see what it feels like because it's going to be making that move to the Xbox. Yeah, I really it. do wonder how, and I I pray that they don't do uh, integrated servers. They just can't. They can't. Nah. You just can't. There's no way. Right. You just they're going to have to have an Xbox version that is literally right. what servers just. Or or there's you know you're going to have to have a mouse and keyboard uh, Atta- attachments yeah. for for the Xbox. Ugh, that's gonna. Uh, I don't. I don't want that. I don't think that's going to be a good hey, solution look, for that. Look, here's an opportunity for Microsoft to to pedal wireless mouse and keyboard. Um that will connect to their Xbox. But they don't want that. Like, they want to say our controllers are king. Like, our controllers are, like, I, I, I don't think they would under, I don't think they would want to cannibalize their control, the the usefulness of their controllers. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, and I don't, again, like, I think that that use, that use case, it would be nice as a thing to add right. to it. Right. I just think that it's going to be, again, another way to, uh, to, another way for those folks to have an advantage that they don't necessarily need. It's nice to have it on the console, 
but I think it then, you know, as a person who can do that with his PS4 and Paragon, I choose not to do it because I feel like I want to be in that same space with other people using You want to be on the even but footing. I, yeah, I want to be on even footing. And I use, I mean, I use controller on PC when I play Paragon too. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm at a disadvantage there with certain characters specifically, but I feel like the controllers that I have, my Xbox One Elite controller, it feels much better me to be able to play it in that way and it gives me the comfort that I need um, to be able to do so. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a fun couple of weeks. I would love, I'm dying for Reef to get in this game. I know oh, he won't do it. I might. I know I mean, it's not your thing. I know it's not your it. thing, but everyone's I'm dying. I'm dying because I know how you are when you get excited or scared. And I want to see both happen at the same time. <laughs> so you want me to be terrorized. You want, you want me to be terrorized and running for my life. I want, I want to be like Jigsaw. You want to play a game, Reef? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's, it's yeah, I just. Like, do you do you like, like stuff like literally that? Literally everyone is playing it. Like I, yeah. I can't think of one person I know on my PC gaming list that is not playing this game an incessant amount of time. I mean, I, I, you know, I may gift it to you. I generally don't I, like these kind of games. In. So when I say that these are kind of games, I mean like these games like uh, Daisy and uh, H1Z1 right. um, or 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 like even like these mods for you know for like Counter Strike and these other fps is where it's about sort of like being in a huge thing and like f- finding all your gear and then going through the menu and summoning the gear and putting the gear on and then all that and then you can just get shot from a random place and then your round is over right like i yeah. I, I i i just don't uh i haven't had good experiences with the games and the, yeah it's just not fun to me like i don't know i i haven't uh maybe this game is different i know that a lot of people have told me that the fact that the that the playable level shrinks as you play kind of offers a whole new dynamic and forces people into conflict and that you Mm -hmm. can like strategically place yourself much easier and get the jump on on people and that kind of stuff so it kind of works but it's it's dependent upon what gear you've gotten up to that point will make you uh, uh more of a threat than not so like if you're on the periphery of the circle when it's closing in and you have the high ground and you have a sniper rifle, you may be in a better position than most people. But if, you, if you're on the low end of a, of a conflict, too, and you have the right gear, uh, it, it will give you uh, a tactical advantage, too. It's those really small moments when you're like, oh, shit, there's like seven people left. And the circle gets real tight. And you're just like, oh, crap, I don't know where to go. Or I'm out in the open, I'm exposed. Or... I have a pan and I just got shot in my pan, <laughs> which is a real thing. Now, now how, how, which is like literally how, how real tight thing. does this circle get? Like, does it get like where everybody's in like a block? Like, uh, like so you know like I mean? if you put, so like there are like, there's a grid on the map and it's like every square is like, gosh, maybe a hundred, hundred yards, maybe about a hundred yards. It's probably smaller than that. I know it's small than that the numbers I, I don't know exactly, oh, but sorry. It's it's small enough that you have to get into combat. So that's that you. So like you would like see everyone basically. Yeah. At some point, like if they're not hiding in the grass or like behind trees or whatever, depending upon again where where it does where it ends up in the map because it's random every time. Uh, depending upon where that is, you'll more than likely see people because because again, like you just don't die. Like the circle, uh, there's a blue wall that comes in that that shrinks the map too, uh, and that blue wall will kill you. Uh, cause it takes away your health. 
uh, and then when you have to, it, that's what forces you back into the smaller parts around the circle, the ending circle. Um, but that whole thing is just like when it's like six to ten people, you're like your your head is on a swivel everywhere you go, and that's the crazy thing. And I know oh, that's the thing that you wanted to talk about too was stream sniping. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, just I, I just wasn't sure what it was because I saw it in the news a lot in the past few days, and I thought it literally had to do with sniping. Oh, <laughs> so really quick for folks who don't know stream sniping. Stream sniping is basically like if you're a really well-known streamer, um, people will find the matches that you're <laughs> in and try to come in and kill you. Uh, so if you notice lately, games like if you watch PUBG games now, you'll notice or even other stuff, too. I didn't think about that until now. Like I saw that in the Paragon community as well. The, you'll see people on the screens where they're either um, diving in, you know, that one part where you're all trying to like parachute in. Yeah. Right. Right. People will block that part of their stream. They'll like put up a screen. That's like an intermission screen. Oh, and they'll stay in there and talk so that you don't know where you did. They're going to wind up being in the map so that you can't stream snipe them. Oh, I like seeing people jump out of that plane. That's the cool part <laughs> is like, like seeing, seeing people get to the ground and like seeing other people like come up around you and stuff like that. Yeah. So, that's stream sniping, basically. It's like people trying to come into your stream and kill you so that they can be like, I killed Dr. Disrespect. Or I killed oh, Sharif okay. Jackson. Well, so. that, that won't happen. No, no, it won't happen. That won't happen. Uh, but what will happen is uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to see if the circle will close in on uh, half of the show. Uh, and we'll figure out what we're going to do on the second part right after this. Hey, Spawn Army listeners, this is the crew of The Optional Podcast, coming to you each week from New York City, where we host a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment. Our podcast is on a mission to highlight more voices of color in games media. We represent those who love the art form but don't fit in with the gamer status quo. So be sure to check us out at theoptionalpodcast.com. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube. We're not your typical gaming podcast. This is video game commentary for the rest of us. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Macedonia of Radio B-Sots, both sides of the surface, and you are tuned in to Bracago's finest, Khalif Adams, Cicero Holmes, Sharif Jackson. This is the Spawn on Me podcast. All right, everybody, we are back from our break. Again, this is episode 184 of the Spawn on Me podcast. Yeah, we talked about a lot of the stuff that we're playing, but this part of the show, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff that we want to play in the future. We have a whole bunch of things that are coming up soon. Uh, in the second half and uh, even later on in the year. Uh, uh, What's later than the second half of the year? I'm talking about further down the road besides just 2017. Oh, okay. Just okay. let it go, see. Okay. Don't, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't you ever come here. Come in here with this motherfucking shit. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Any, Anyway, um, there was a great piece on Polygon that talked about uh, some of the upcoming games. Uh, they gave the fall, the fall guide uh, to games and entertainment that is going to be right. dropping um, a whole bunch of cool stuff um, in your consoles and on your computers and things and in your Switches, um, which is a console. I keep forgetting to say that it's not a console, but it's a console. Because I always think of it as a handheld, not a, like a full, full console. But anyway. Anywho, I digress. Um, there are a bunch of stuff on this list. They had Hellblade, uh, Destiny 2, Super Mario Odyssey, Final Fantasy 15, uh, Tacoma's Fulbright, which we just talked about, Madden 18, Absolver from De- uh, Devolver Digital, uh, the new Life is Strange game, which I know Reef is super excited about. Yes. Oh, Pro Evo Soccer 2018, which is still being made. That's crazy yeah. that that's still uh, out there in the world. 
uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, uh, which is, you know, a lot of people like that game, the original uh, of the original Sin games. Uh, NH, uh, NHL 18, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which, did, which had a terrible demo, but hopefully it would be a better game. <laughs> Uh, the game, one of the games I'm most forward, uh, looking forward to, NBA 2K18. I saw some of the screens that they showed uh, this past week, and the game looks phenomenal already, uh, at least uh, in screenshot form. Uh, Project Cars 2, Cuphead, uh, FIFA 18, uh, Total War, uh, Warhammer 2, Forza Motorsports 7, Forza Motorsports <laughs> Uh, Middle or Middle Earth Shadow of War. Oh my God! Shadow or War. Shadow I said Shadow War. of War. Shut up! <laughs> oh, that was yeah. fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah. Evil Within Two. I do. I. You got me like Muzzy. Right. Like that Muzzy commercial. Muzzy. Je suis le Muzzy. Je suis la jolie. <laughs> Je suis oh, jeune fille. We're, we're so old. South Park: The Fractured. Uh, WWE 2K18. Is anybody really excited for WWE 2K18? I am excited for it because You're it's going to be mobile on the Switch. So I'm excited for it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I actually have some coworkers that are huge yeah. WWE 2K fans. Like uh, they, they, but they're good games. Right. They are, they are very good games. They don't necessarily watch wrestling but play those games. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they're good well, games. Shout out to Big Red, Big Red NY from the G, uh, the BGB. He he's he's made his name on WWE games and other wrestling games. So I, I guess it's, it's a real. Thing. There are no other wrestling uh, games, but okay. Fire Pro Fire Pro uh, World is definitely. Oh yeah. yeah, that is that is a game, isn't it? It's, Fire Pro really World is hard. like <laughs> craziness. We talked about yeah. it on yeah. the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know it was a, it was a fever dream. Games. Anyway. Shut up. <laughs> Assassin's Creed <laughs> Origins, which we all got a chance to play at E3, oh, which so is phenomenal. Good. I'm super excited about that. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, which has been getting a lot of love, yeah. too, in the past couple of days, yeah. which looks funky. Uh, Call of Duty, uh, World War II, Crackdown 3, shout out to Terry Crews. Uh, super Lucky's Tale, which is definitely going to be the thing that Cicero plays on stream. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Need for Speed Payback. Uh, AKA Drive, fast Drive, and Drive. And yeah, Fast and Furious Payback. Fast and Yami. Fast and yeah. Mean. yeah. Uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, uh, Star, Wars, Star Wars Battlefront 2, yes. which I know we all will probably Ooh. wind up getting. Very uh, fun game. Shout out to Super Dope. Metroid Samus Returns. Now, this is going to be pretty cool. I hope that this is going to be. They're doing a 2D Metroid uh, version, another 2D Metroid version kind of going to super old school with it which is going to be funky uh fallout 4 and vr i want to play this do you yeah but i feel like i'm going to get nauseous yes uh-huh. i don't know i don't know and that's a weird thing because it's going to be on playstation 4 but i don't i don't want i don't want to play it on playstation 4 vr i want to play it on my computer VR. you get the pro though you don't you don't think it'll look good on the pro vr no, I don't. I just the fidelity, like the fidelity of the PSVR is is fairly good. I just don't think for the the graphical fidelity that you would have uh, with a beefier uh, VR experience. I think it'll be better mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Um, Sonic Forces, Sonic Mania, uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar, uh, Legend of, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC. I know you're going to be rocking the hell out of that. Yeah, new story. Uh, yep, uh, Artica uh, Point One. That's I never heard of that. What is that? 
Huh. From the team that uh, did Metro, and they go VR. Interesting. Yeah, it's like a VR first-person shooter. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport, uh, Polyarch. That's not coming out. What, Moss Ball? No, no, uh, Gran Turismo Sport. It's not coming out this year. You don't year. think so? What are you talking nope. about? It's like a what flagship Sony game. Yeah, it's not coming out this year. You don't think so? I don't believe no. Okay. I don't know. Doom the VR. Uh, yeah. Skyrim VR. The Inpatient, which I was so mad I didn't get a chance to play at E3. I'm so mad I didn't get a chance to play with that damn game because it looked and sounded really cool. Um, Luna uh, from Phenomena. Shout out to Robin Haneke. Uh, Bravo Team, which is another VR shooter, uh, Stifled, which is actually really cool. I got a chance to see it at uh, E3 in the Indiecade booth. Very cool. It's like uh, Daredevil Echo Location, but in a game. Yeah. Hmm. Which is really cool. Uh, Go- Golem, which is going to be pretty cool. I think I, we haven't heard anything about this since uh, actually for a couple years now, uh, since the previous E3, where they started to kind of dig into. Um, talking about the PSVR, or it might have been uh, PlayStation Experiences where they first kind of debuted it. Um, but we still haven't heard anything, but I love the fact that you're kind of in the body of a little black girl who's in the VR space, which is cool. That's dope. Uh, Bloody Zombies by Endream, Spark, uh, No Heroes Allowed, another Sony uh, game in VR. Harley Quinn taking over DC Comics. They're going to dig into the comic stuff too, which is also nice. in, this, in this list, which we're not going to get into because we don't do comics. But uh, Speak for yourself. Re- I don't do comics. Um, <laughs> not that it's a bad thing. I'm just saying not on the show. Yeah, not on the show. Jesus. Not on the show. Only on the uh, yeah, so re- show. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, word. When you, <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. This is why I, t- I keep... Everybody in Bricago, you need to tell Cicero that he needs to take at least 15 minutes out of his out of his day when he's not drinking bourbon right. and have his comics and pop pop uh, culture show. All right. Anyway. Talk to anyway. me, Bricago. Denizens of Bricago. If you Denizens want it. Denizens of Bricago. I will do it. Let him know. So there's a lot of games in that list that I ran down. Any of the stuff that I talked about, what are your thoughts? Which ones are you excited about? Which ones you're like, meh? I'll start off with C. Um, so uh, there are a few games that are on that list. Uh, there's one game that you didn't talk about that we'll talk about after we're done doing everything um, that, that was, I think was interesting that wasn't on the list. But uh, games that I'm personally very interested in, um, South Park fractured, fractured butthole. Um, you know, for for those of you who may not know, uh, when the Stick of Truth released back in twenty was this twenty seventeen twenty fifteen twenty fourteen, uh, whenever it was, um, it was one of my games of the year. Um, still to this day, hands down, the funniest game that I had played. Genuinely funny. Um, I thought that the RPG elements in it were were good, and it played like a you know eight to ten hour version of the, of the series of the uh, you know of the show, and I really really enjoyed it. So I'm super excited for uh, Fractured Butthole. Um, obviously, I understand that uh, South Park humor isn't everyone's bag, um, but if at some point during your lifetime you watched. Uh, a season or two of South Park and and you thought it was genuinely funny, I would highly, highly, highly recommend uh, checking out The Stick of Truth um, and The the Fractured Butthole. Uh, If you pre-order Fractured Butthole, you get The Stick of Truth for free. So I would think about doing that. But uh, um, so I'm super excited about that. Uh, Shadow of War, um, 
that's a game that I'm excited for. Uh, Cuphead is is the probably the Xbox One exclusive game that I'm most excited for. Um, more so than Forza Motorsport Seven, I can say that name correctly, Ka. Um, but uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, even more so than that. And uh, the game I'm morbidly curious about because I don't have high hopes for it is um, is Crackdown Three. Um, again, I, I I just think well, you know, we've got a few conferences coming up before the game actually releases, uh, both PAX West and Gamescom, uh, Gamescom. So, uh, you know, maybe there is still a chance for us to see more of of that game besides Terry Crews. Um, but but what they showed at E three really left us all wanting, and it made me very nervous for the game. Um, there, there are a lot of games on that list. The one thing that I do know is that, uh, I don't know how I'm going to buy all these games, <laughs> play all these games and buy one, if not two premium consoles this year. Oh yeah. Because you're buying the X. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm buying, I'm buying the, uh, the infinite, the Xbox one infinite. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. The Xbox one infinite and, and I will more than likely by PlayStation 4 Pro. Um, uh-huh. So I can what? get all of the Double 4K-ness. Up. Yes, all of my 4Ks. All the Ks. 8K uh, squared. Yes. Yes. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I as well am worried about Crackdown. Um, I didn't think it looked visually good. Right. Um, and I did not play it at E3, but I did watch a few people playing it, and it just did not do anything for me i mean maybe Mm -hmm. it just demos badly but if you think of a game that should demo well it should be a game where you jump around a city and destroy crazy stuff so i mean they're gonna have to really pull a bunch of stuff i feel like out of a hat to really make a dent with this game in this environment where we've already had so many massively great games that this year and more to come you know um a little worried about Cuphead um, because it looks cool, but that's literally all we know. Like we know absolutely nothing else about this game, um, and I think people have been heaping kind of undeserved praise on it. I don't think it's done anything to kind of earn the praise. Like no one has ever. Why do you hate fun, Sharif? I mean, it looks dope. I like platformers, but you know, I I, I gotta show and prove. Like I I gotta. I don't want to be too hasty with giving it all these props when I don't know anything else about it. Um, so, like, I'm I'm a little more hesitant on Cuphead than, like, a lot of folks. Hmm. Um, but I'm really excited for, you know, the return of these big sports games, you know, on Nintendo platforms. So I'm going to get WWE, NBA 2K, and FIFA. Oh, wow. Um, you know, which is, I mean, that's probably since maybe the GameCube era. No, 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 no. Since, since like, the early Wii era when right. they had, like, those weird, like, sh- like versions of the EA right. games where they right. made these, like, fun big-head versions right. of motion yes. controls that were yes. terrible. But, like, these are actually, like, legit, like, full versions. I mean, like, I played FIFA on the Switch, and, like, it was, it was a great. Um, and, you know, I've read for NBA 2K and 
for WWE that like those will be more or less the full version. So to have those games on the go and like do all my franchise modes and my trades and play the game, super excited for that. Um, and also uh, Doom VR. Um, from hmm. what I saw hmm. at the Bethesda conference, I'm more excited for Doom VR than Skyrim or Bethesda like VR. Like Doom mm-hmm. VR, just like Doom was already one of my favorite games of last year, um, and the way they incorporated it, it looks like it has that same kind of breakneck speed and that same like intensity. Except you're you're like in it, and, and like right. I'm like I don't know if that'll give me a heart attack, <laughs> um, but I guess getting a heart attack means it's a successful VR game. Like, um, but we've but, yeah. but yeah, I'm dying the game, dying real life. Right? Yeah. I'm super excited to um, try all three of those, but especially doing VR. Like I am, I think VR, you know, as I said before, it's still niche, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I'm still having absolutely great experiences with my Rift, which by the way, the Rift and the Touch have gotten really, really not, they're still not cheap, right? but they've gone down like several hundred dollars. Which you predicted. I did predict it. I was yeah. about to say that. Thanks for uh, taking the wind out of what I was about to say. So, oh, yeah, well, um, I was giving you props, <laughs> you know, you know, with, but, with, uh, allowing you to be remain but, modest. But um, yeah, it's it's like crazy because you can get the headset and the touch controllers for four hundred bucks. Yeah, you know where you know that used to be near damn near a thousand dollars. So you know, so um, yeah, it's 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 uh it is definitely definitely. Uh, fun to mess around in like VR, so like that, so like that's that's kind of what I'm super excited about. And obviously, you know, Zelda, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, uh, like Call of Duty more so than I thought I would. After playing it at E E3, I'm really really liking what they're doing with the with, with the World War II stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. super excited about like like the AAA stuff. Um, and you know, and I think that there's also going to be one or two games that we don't think that are going to be great that are going to surprise us. Um, so I'm looking forward to like being surprised by, uh, those as well. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy because I mean, in August, like the Mario Rabbids comes out and then September is like destiny. So, I mean, it's just, it's just going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. This is hitting, man, back to back to back to back. It's going to be a lot of stuff. Um, Actually, one of the interesting things, um, one of the games I'm actually really super excited for, because we didn't, we didn't really get a lot of information about it. It's been really sparse, um, is Hellblade. Hellblade is going to be something, you know, from the makers of Heavenly Sword. We have Ninja Theory coming back, doing a narrative experience, kind of in the pocket where they did some really cool work at the beginning of the PS3. And... I remember being in that room when, when Reef and I saw the live performance capture. Yeah, that was amazing. And to see that actually play itself all the way out now um, in the game form, in the actual game that they've been trying to, build, uh, trying to build, with this twist of them tackling mental health, I was like DMing uh, Deborah, Deborah Budding about, like, hey – if we are able to get these folks on the show, would you want to be on to talk about this? Cause I think it would be a really cool, uh, uh, conversation about, you know, how they're tackling mental health, um, and how, you know, she sees it from a clinical perspective. Um, but that's a game that I'm super excited for and it's coming out really soon. 
Um, Absolver, again, you know, I, every time I get a chance to even see this game, I fall in love all over again. I still have some PTSD from Reef kicking my ass at E3. <laughs> oh, gosh, I beat his ass. And I danced, too. He beat, Woo! He beat my ass, danced, uh, did drunken style, and then beat my <laughs> ass again. Uh, so that's going to be a thing. I'm super excited about that. Of course, NBA 2K18, because, again, like, you know, as a person who loves basketball, a game that looks and plays this good is just, you know, I want to see what the new things, the new little wrinkles that they placed into the game this year right. uh, to, to build that that storied franchise out now at this point, that storied IP out now at this point. Um, Shadow of War is going to be really interesting. I got a chance to see a demo um, at E3, which was really cool because it talked about the fact that in the previous game, you know, if you got into a fight and you lost that fight, you, you had the um, uh, what was the the nemesis system kind of revamp itself and, you know, pick a new person for you to fight. But you could go back and, and go fight that other character so you could try to get that character, kill them and take their take their you know points or whatever it was, your experience back. The the demo I saw, you can't do that anymore. So it's like the world is continuing around you in real time. So if you get killed by that character, you don't see that character anymore. That character is gone. Right. You have to then continue your way through the, the story and try to you know make your way through going up the ranks, of course. But you're also like seeing other, other uh, uh, minions and bosses and all those folks get killed by other folks. And you can't go find them. You can't go kill them. So you have to continue the story from that point forward. That was really intriguing um, and something that I'm really excited to, to check out. Um, on that end, I want to definitely convey some of the things you said about Crackdown 3. Crackdown 3 didn't really blow me away, um, but I kind of want to play it because I do want to see what... Well, one, I'm going to need something to play on my Xbox Infinite. Right. Um, I'm going to need something to play on that. I, why is that really in my lexicon right now? I hate you. Ah. Xbox One X. Xbox One X. Xbox One X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to need something to play on my Xbox One X. Um and I feel like that is going to be the game that everyone gets when that when that system comes out. I want to see what the verticality looks like in that game. Uh, shut up. Stop making fun of me because I have a dry mouth and it's hot. I can't read. Um, but that's going to be a, a cool thing. And, and Luna from Phenomena is going to be something I want to see what they do because it's a really fun VR music game uh, that is going to be a really cool experience. I think that they do um, stuff that is not necessarily in the norm. And that's where they excel. Um, and anything that Robin Honeke is attached to, I want to, I want to definitely check out and exactly. hang out with. So, um, so word is a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe. Yeah, you should be going out and checking out all that stuff. So, uh, because you're gonna want to have fun. Yeah. Uh, so the interesting thing is the one game that was left off that list uh, uh-huh. is also a basketball game. The <laughs> oh, yeah, returning right. champion, returning champion of uh, not releasing titles is NBA Live. NBA Live 18 is back and was in the news today. Uh, So uh, for those of you who have not heard the news, uh, NBA Live will uh, is returning. And uh, not only are they returning uh, to to uh, make things hot in in them basketball video game basketball streets, uh, they got uh, the the non-second fiddle Kyrie Irving on the cor- on the cover, and they have included for the very first time actual WNBA players and teams in the game. 
Um, so uh, there was a press release today saying that the WNBA teams will be in the game, and uh, they took actual facial scans of some of the top players in uh, in the women's league, and uh, you will be able to play as your favorite WNBA team. And uh, I was really excited about that until I heard it was play now. And, you know, they're only available in the exhibition modes. Um, so I have certain feelings about that. Um, they're mostly less than positive. But I want to go around the horn before I get to my points and find out from uh both you, Reef, and, and Ka, how you feel. Reef, what do you think about the news? Did you hear the news? Uh, what are your feelings mm-hmm. on WNBA in uh, NBA I did Live? hear the news. I could not believe that this is the first time in, like, gaming history that any WNBA player has been in the game, considering the WNBA has been out for Over 20 years, years. Yeah. at this point. And the, the NBA trying to push this league for so long you would think that you know they would have been in a league even I think this will this should be a bigger deal than when FIFA added the women's teams I feel like um yeah so I I, I think that it's you know it's a long time overdue I do wish that they were in in more modes I'm like why why can't you take them to the the street ball mode, you know, like the big multiplayer modes or like, or like even do them in the franchise modes and that kind of stuff. So I, I wish that they were a little more fully integrated, which I know is kind of saying like, well, like they're in there anyway. So like, you should just be happy. But, you know, I just kind of think that, you know, it, it's a great thing to, to like have, you know, both leagues that are both supported by the NBA here. Um, I'm a little worried that they said some players sat for head scans, which right. means that I hope like every other player just doesn't look like, you know, like, uh, like NBA live, uh, 95. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where like, they were like four different, like black people, right. Uh, in the whole league. So I'm hoping that it doesn't kind of look like that, but I'm pretty interested to see specifically how they rate these players because, you know, everybody knows that, like, you know, that most of the women in the WNBA don't dunk. Right. But they are more, like, known for the passing and the shooting. So right. I'm, I'll be very curious to, to, like, see what the passing and shooting ratings of these players are compared to similar positioned M- 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 NBA players. I'll, 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 I'll be really curious to, like, see how that lines up. Kyle, what are, what are your thoughts? It was interesting to see uh, the buzz around the internets and Twitter. Um, it was a really good tweet from Kashana Gray, who was like, uh, this is not the first time women have been in a basketball game, but it is nice that the NBA, uh, WNBA is finally getting into um, a, a full-fledged uh, game. Um, I'm happy with this. I'm really excited about it. I think this is a, it's a good first step um, into bringing a full, uh, either game and or mode that is just for them, um, into, into the, the game proper. Um, I, I do kind of share the sentiments. I wonder if it's, I wonder if it was hard to just get the stars and why not get everybody? If you're going to go in, you might as well go in full fledged. But again, like, I don't know what the development cycle was for it. I don't know if this was a last minute thing. Who knows how long it took to get this job done or to get this contract done. Um, but 
when you talk about representation again, this is these are the these are the milestone moments where people can look about look look at games and say this is the year that this happened, and where do we go from here? Uh, so if they do continue to do this, this will be really cool. I do want to see now if the uh, 2K folks counter in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they'll be able to because I'm sure that there's a contract in there somewhere that's like you can't do this with another company. Uh, we don't know yet. Uh, we'll probably, you know, ask uh, LD2K whenever he comes back on the show about, you know, what that sounds like or what that looks like for them if they want to figure out a way to kind of incorporate this too. Like, is that a thing where you get some stars and the the NBA Live gets the other stars kind of deal? Like, how does that work? Mm. You know, is it going to be a, a gold rush on people <laughs> to see if, like, who can get who? Um so it's going to be an interesting thing. I do think that the the NBA Live engine may even be a better fit because of the fluidity of kind of the joints. And it always seems like they're like kind of rubbery in some way. Um, so I feel like it adds to the finesse of that game a little bit better than maybe the 2K engine does. Uh, but it'll be really cool. I'm excited to see it. I want to play it now. I want to play it even more. I wanted to play NBA Live uh, 18 before, and I definitely want to check it out because of this mode. So kudos on, on EA for getting that done. That's super dope. Right. Well, uh, yeah, so now it's time for me to go on a little mini rant. But uh, before I do, I will say this much. So to kind of address what uh, Reef was asking about how they're going to rate the players, uh, one of the things that was in the press release was that they – designed the game around the women's game they designed their the ratings around the women's game so a 99 there there is the potential for 99s in the WNBA you know for WNBA players that is going to be unique to W the WNBA skill set versus versus the versus the NBA skill set so i will applaud EA for doing that, for really differentiating the games. Um, but but my issue is uh, exactly kind of what you were saying before, uh, Reef. And, 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 you know, I, I'll preface it all by saying that I am very happy. Um, and it got me more excited about uh, playing and, more importantly, purchasing uh, NBA Live 18, um, finding out that there was the inclusion of the WNBA players. Um but my my first reaction was once I heard that they were an exhibition only was fuck they they're doing it again because as as you mentioned before reef uh, in FIFA 16 the women's national teams were uh, available in exhibition mode only there was no even women's World Cup that you could play through like a tournament that you could play through uh, with the women and then they were gone. They're not back. Uh, so they just disappeared. And, and that, is, that is what I'm, a, I'm afraid of. And, and, you know, so part of, part of the, there's a, like, part of the reason that sports games are, are out there and, and, you know, they want, they want to promote, or sports leagues want to promote their sport, the, the, respective sports, you know, games for their video games for their sports is to continue to generate and pump interest into their sport. Um, And that is one place where the WNBA as you know, it's been able to persevere for over 20 years. 
Um, but that is one place where it's lacking is in fan participation. And one way that you can drum up interest in your sport is by putting piggybacking your sport or coupling your your game with the more popular men's version of that game and putting it into a video game. And the fact that I can't play the WNBA league in a franchise mode hurts the potential of the WNBA um, in my eyes. Um, it, 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 you know, maybe it'll give me the option to learn more of the players and kind of understand the women's game a little bit better, but I want to be able to take, you know, my favorite team, or maybe there's a favorite player that I have on a team and take that team to the championship, maybe make some trades, do a draft, do the same things that I'm able to do in the men's game, in the women's game and challenge my friends to see who's better with their WNBA teams. Now, I can do that in exhibition, but it's not the same as building your own squad and taking your squad and playing your squad against somebody else or playing even against the, the AI. Um, and, 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 you know, that is something that they're, that they're really, that, they, that they've missed out on. And, uh, you know, and my fear is that this will go you know, if NBA Live 18 sells well, and I hope it does to, to you know, further uh, foster competition uh, in, the, in the basketball space, NBA Live 19 will release, and there may not, you know, if, if, if FIFA is an example, there won't be women's, you know, won't be WNBA players in there uh, next suck. Yeah, next year. And, that, you know, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Because they haven't invested into integrating the women's game into all of the modes, they'll they'll get all the data and say, oh, well, people played with it. It was a novelty. They played with it for a little while, and then they walked away, and that was it. Um, you know, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't do anybody any good. Um, as for whether or not the WNBA players will be scanned for 2K going forward or any of that other kind of stuff, um, so... So, uh, like the NBA, in order to get the players' likenesses or, you know, get those scans and that kind of stuff, you have to make a deal with the NBA Players Association. And same, same here with the WNBA Player Association. So, uh, so the uh, video game companies would have to make a licensing deal with both the WNBA and the WNBA PA uh, in order to get the players' names, likenesses into the games. And so unless there was some kind of exclusivity deal that was done between Electronic Arts and the WNBA, which I don't think is likely. Um, it seems like uh, visual concepts uh, can bring WNBA players into uh, NBA 2K going forward in, in, you know, in the future. Um, but if somebody's going to do it, don't just pay lip service to it. I think they did that with the women's national teams before. I think they're doing it again this time. I understand that there is development time to try and get, you know, the games are, are slightly different. I know there's development time to try and get the franchise modes, you know, uh, the nuances between the women's game and the men's game and, and doing the tournament. The playoffs are, are a little bit different. But if you're going to include them, include them all the way, don't. Let's stop trying to, you know, uh, give women 
the kitty seat at the table. If you're going to give them a seat at the table, give them the same seat that everybody else has. Mm. Well said. Well said. Um, one last thing on that is a thing that I don't think about often uh, when it comes to basketball games. But now with this edition of the WNBA in this game, a thing that you have heard our, you know, our co-host Tanya DePass talk about is are they going to get the black hair right? Mm. That's going to be really interesting to see. All hair is going to have to be in that game in a very different way. And are they going to get dreads right? Are they going to get, you know, you know, loose hair right? All that stuff. How's that going to work? I wonder that's Um, going to wind up. I feel pretty confident that they'll do a good job because the engine is frostbite. And that frostbite engine is the bee's knees. So, yeah. so I, 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 so. I feel, I feel pretty good um, across the board uh, in uh, the, the, all the NBA, uh, NBA, the EA sports suite of uh, sports titles. They'll all be running frostbite this year uh, for the first time uh, across the board. And uh, if you, if you played FIFA 17, you, you would have known that it was, it was pretty good. They they did a, a pretty damn good job of facial animations, um, you know, hairstyles, the various hairstyles and 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 animations. So I'm really yeah. excited for all of the EA Sports games across the board, including NBA Live. Yeah, we want to get some folks from EA, the, all the EA teams to come on the show and talk about their respective games. I think that that would be a lot of fun. Right. It would be nice to be able to talk about this with people on the team specifically right. and talk about the, the resurgence of NBA Live. Um, one other thing that we're going to do before we get up out of here for this week is we have a little mini announcement that's not really mini. It's kind of major, but major enough that uh, we didn't want to talk about it just yet. Uh, if you have been paying attention to some of our friends in the podcasting world, they have been doing their shows in live form on twitch.tv. Uh, wonderful folks over GTR. They've been doing it and, and, and having a lot of fun. And we are going to join them uh, more than likely next week yeah. for a live, live, live episode of the Spawn on Me podcast that you'll be able to hang out with us in Twitch during the chat. Uh, and f- and hang out during the rest of the show, so you'll be able to get to see how all the magic happens in real time. Uh, we're trying to figure out if we're going to have a guest next week, uh, so that may be a thing as well to do it for the first time with a guest. Um, but it's an exciting it's an exciting time in Chicago uh, because of being able to kind of do really cool stuff and try to jump into the pool. Uh, we did a little bit of stuff on YouTube. Uh, but now we're going to do it live. We're going to Bill Riley, Bill O'Reilly it without the racism. We're going to do it live. <laughs> oh, really? Do we have um, to get rid of the racism? I mean, uh, I mean, mine is not there. Yours. Yeah, I don't know. You, you, so you talked about all those K's yes, earlier. In yes, the show, I did. And I, I didn't want to say right. nothing. <laughs> there was but four of them. There was how, four. How, how, how you gents feeling about kind of doing, doing our show on Twitch. It's going to be kind of fun. I'm super excited, man. Um, you know, I stream on Twitch. I watch other shows on Twitch um, you know, and like Twitch really does look like they've been making this, you know, kind of reach in to have more live like talk shows and podcasts and IRL streams and things like that. So so I'm I'm glad to like make our mark because I know that we get a lot of feedback after the shows. 
um, on things that we talk about. So I think it will be great to get to get some of that feedback and react in like a real time. And, you know, just to give people something to just say, hey, like every Thursday, you know, like uh, we're going to go and chill. So so I'm excited about it. Word. See, uh, this face is too beautiful to be contained. It must be seen and shown to the masses. I'm sorry, wow. we're going to block out his camera. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a two-panel show. Right. It's going to be me and Reef. And, and, and right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to print a picture of Cicero. Uh, yeah. I'm going to only have it in black and white, and it's going to be dithering. Right, my picture will be the test pattern. It'll be a test pattern of, of, of Cicero. <laughs> but, but on the... On the on the actual side, actual factual side of all of this, we're going to need your help in a lot of ways, too. So we're, we're going to be rookie streamers in this. Um, so, you you know, alongside listening and, and paying attention to the show, we definitely want your feedback, um, whether it be after the show or, you know, during the show. It's like, I can't hear you. You don't sound great. You know, what is, the levels are weird or blah, 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 blah. That stuff is going to be really helpful to me as a, as a producer of the show and also to the audience as well who's going to be paying attention to all that stuff uh, as well in real time. So if you haven't already uh, checked out our Twitch panel, our Twitch panel, our Twitch channel, uh, go to twitch.tv slash spawn on me and follow the channel already. If you're not, you'll, uh, you'll get a quick button that says, you know, go for notifications. You want to click that uh, so you know when we go live. Um, and we're hoping to, to, you know, do it up big. We have a lot of cool plans with some guests that we have coming up in August. Uh, we have some other stuff coming up soon uh, after that. Um, and again, we always want to uh, big up the stuff that we do at Spawn for Good. So this would be an extension of, you know, the stuff that we have been doing on those ends and kind of fully fleshing out the media empire that it will be Bracago. Yes. So before we get up out of here, if anyone doesn't have anything other stuff to say, uh, I'll let see you bust out the social media business. Social media business is as follows. Uh, you want to find us on the social medias, go to at spawn on me on all your social channels on Twitter. If you want to follow us individually, check out the bio. Our uh, personal information is there. Um, also, make sure you check out our sister from another mister. Uh, Ms. Tanya DePass at Cypher of Tear uh, C-Y-P-H-E-R-O-F-T-Y-R or uh, follow I Need Diverse Games at I-N-D Diverse Divs <laughs> Divs GMS or wow. something I-N-E-E-D Divs GMS M-E-T-H-O-T right yes that's what to Cal um and uh yeah so then uh check us out at spawnon.me uh on the interwebs that is our homepage or esn.fm slash spawn on me uh where you can find this episode and all of our previous episodes and the things that we're doing uh that are coming up in the future for us uh there are uh some panels coming really really soon for my two brothers um so uh yeah make sure you check those spaces and check our social media spaces for that kind of stuff uh download us on itunes or uh npr1 or overcast fm or google play music or whatever your favorite pie catcher is if it's a place where you can subscribe make sure you do so if it's a place where you can rate and review please 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 do so it really helps us a ton and of course tell your friends tell your enemies uh, tell anyone that you know, tell our presidents, um, they can download and listen. 
And if, of course, you have a message, anything that you've heard during the show, any suggestions that you have, any questions that you have that may be longer than 140 characters, uh, make sure you can uh, make sure you email them to us at Spawn on Me Podcast at gmail.com. Word, word, word. We will see you here all next week live, live, live and direct. It's going to be a fun ride uh, and we're hopefully going to not botch it. (laughs) (laughs) We will. No, it'll be fine. It'll be dope. And in that vein, we will say peace. Peace. Peace.